Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome to Permission to Think. I'm Edwin Rustrian, and I'm glad you're joining me today. Thank you to all of you who week after week tune in to Permission to Think. My desire is to push our thinking, encourage you, and remind you that there is always hope, regardless how bad things get. I hope this podcast has blessed you and added value to your life. For more information, please visit erustrian.com. I want to start with a question today. It's a simple question, but a question that I hope really makes us think. And the question is, what does your heart long for the most? Listen to the question again. What does your heart long for the most? It's important to be very specific when answering this question and honest as possible. What does your heart long for the most? This is an open-ended question because the truth is that many of us may long for different things. However, the question is related to your season of your life, your stage of your life, and what you at this very moment lack the most. I'm going to read some statements and I want you to think very, very carefully if any of these statements resonate with you. I long for, I long for a new job. I long for a new start. I long for a spouse, a partner in life. I long for financial freedom. I long for healing for my body. I long for healing for my mind and my spirit. I long for a new home. I long for peace and justice. I long for the government to get it right. I long for to be desired and loved. I long for to be wanted. I long for to be wealthy. I long for to be appreciated. I long for to go home. I longed for to be with God. Now, as you notice, all of these things that I just listed are different elements and different things that people desire or long for the most, the yearning for these things in life, a desire that sometimes may seem unattainable, a longing that may seem very distant, a longing and a desire, a yearning for what may appear impossible. I ask you the question again, what does your heart long for the most? Please take a minute to pause this podcast and think long and hard about what your heart longs for the most. Do you have it? Can you write it down? Here comes the second question. Why does your heart long for it? Here's the questions. Here are the questions. What does your heart long for the most? Why does your heart long for it? I often wonder when I see the state of our nation, our institutions, and the world, what is it that people really long for? Are they longing for social justice? Are they really longing for equality? Are they longing for some sense of solitude? 
for some sense of resolution in all the tension and conflict that we find ourselves in. What is it that we really long for? What is it that the world is longing and yearning for? Many people have their own views of what they feel the world is longing for. But they can't really articulate what they themselves long for. Are there the longings noble? Are the longings spiritual? Where do these longings come from? What are the motivations behind these strong desires and these strong longings and yearnings to have? I often feel though, like when people do long for for something and then the second when they have it and it comes to pass, do they feel fulfilled? Do they feel accomplished? When they receive the longing, what does it do to the heart? What does it do to the spirit? What does it do to the mind? What does it do to the body? For example, a person who longs for a new position uh, in leadership or a new advancement, and they're longing for that. They work so much in their lives to have it, and they finally get it. Do they feel complete? Do Do they feel fulfilled? Do they feel more human? What? What was the why behind that longing and that desire? I have seen, and this is is very true, like I've seen many of my friends, I've seen many people who I know that are in, in status of life or in new positions that they've desired and they've had these longings for a very long time and to accomplish something in their lives. And and they get it. You know, I really do believe that anything that we put our heart and passion and mind and soul into it, eventually those longings do become, they come to pass and, and we achieve them and they feel great because we feel like we overcame such a big obstacle in our lives that we were able to accomplish those things. But then what? And that's the why, right? Like, why, why do you do it? Like, I want to make more money because I want to provide for my family. I want a bigger house because I want more rooms so I can host more people, invite more people. What is the why? Like, I want to be able to write a book so I can inspire different people. I have a longing to give my message to someone. Uh, I have a, a longing for service. I have a longing for justice. I have a, but why, why, why? The, the longing you can name, but what is the why? What is the reason, right? Uh, recently, my... My oldest daughter wrote on on this board that we have at home, you know, never forget your why, right? Like, remember your why. Why do you do things? It's not for accolades. It's not for admiration. It's not for the respect of others. What is your why? And my why when I started doing the, the podcast and many things that I do is because I truly believe that I am here to serve. I am here to give a message of hope to those who need it. I really believe with every conviction in my heart that there may be a word that I may say that may help someone in their journey of life. And even if it's one person, I really mean it because I've had these conversations with a very close friend of mine who I, I who said, like, is it really about that one person that may need to hear it? All this work that I do, all the work that I've done, all the hours of studying and preparing and praying and all these things, is it all worth it for that one person if one person comes away and really impacted? And I had to come to terms with this and say, yes. Yes, even if it's for one person who's going to come and turn their life around and move them and inspire them to do something incredibly amazing with their lives and impact others and impact our world, it's all worth it. 
the the problem with our longings and our whys is that it becomes a lot of more about you know the the materialism and 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 the high peaks and the mountaintops experiences, and we quite often forget that when we give uh, from a place of love and desire, it's a good noble place to 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 be. So my question goes back, and I'm going to ask it throughout: What does your heart long for the most, and why? So let me give you some other thoughts, right? That perhaps we may need to just kind of reflect upon these things, right? And 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 I want to be very clear too. Like I am not against anything material that anyone may long for. I think that when the focus of those material things are aligned properly, they don't become the center of our lives, that we can use the material things to do good. Not to shame, not to belittle, not to be pompous, ostentatious, right? But that the material things that we obtain, like anyone who's a millionaire, I celebrate them. Anyone who's a billionaire, I celebrate them, right? Because we don't know their backstories, but it's like they have more power and ability now to do good with that. So if anyone who's seeking those things, it's important to understand that I feel like the the byproduct of, of money and wealth and success is because of the why. It's because the person was focused on what they really wanted to achieve. And in the process of obtaining that, they were able to grow and change. So yeah, is it bad to loan for material things? No, not when they serve a greater purpose. The danger is when the object we desire and long for most controls us and we lose sight of our why, our purpose and meaning. When I think of a soldier, right, who goes to war, what does that soldier long for the most? When I think of a woman who can't have a child, what does that woman long for the most? When I think of a single father whose wife just passed away from cancer and now has to raise three children, what does he long for the most? When the woman whose husband was in a fatal car accident, her entire family, husband and children all die, what does she long for? The parents who just received the news that their child has been diagnosed with leukemia, what do they long for the most? When a family just lost their home because it was foreclosed, what do they long for the most? When a young child was sold to human trafficking and was sexually abused for years, what does that child long for? I can go on and on, my friends. The suffering in this world seems to be very real, that it almost makes the material and the objects seem trivial. What does your heart long for the most? The deep and meaningful longings in our heart are not necessarily materialistic in nature. They are relational, aspirational, and spiritual. What does your heart long for the most? Why? Perhaps a longing to hear I love you from your father or your mother or a sibling. Maybe it's to hear and I miss you from a spouse. Or maybe to hear from a teacher, from a good friend or a mentor or someone to say, I'm proud of you. Maybe a longing for a deep, meaningful hug from someone. Perhaps someone to hold your hand while you're in a hospital bed or while you're waiting for some news. Perhaps it's someone to walk with you on the beach, seeing the sunset, and be in the company of someone that you know deep in your heart loves you. Maybe, just maybe, a longing to be wanted. I'm going to share 
a personal story with you that I experienced recently. And, and you know, sometimes I, I, I'm, I shy away from sharing a lot of, of, of the things that go on in my family and, and I try to shelter my kids in some ways, you know, but I, I think that this speaks to a deep longing and it, it speaks to this theme into this lesson and into the, the uh, uh, objective of why I wanted to share this, right? So recently, uh, I was away uh, on a business trip. I was away from my family for about five days. And I have to be honest, those five days were perhaps the longest days of my life. Every day, I would call them. Every night, I would FaceTime my family. And I would end every conversation in prayer, praying with them every night, reminding them how much I love them. But I would end each night in tears. And I would cry myself each night because of my longing for my daughters and for my wife to sleep in an empty room in a bed where I couldn't feel the person who I lay with for the past 21 years. It was hard to not be able to walk into my daughter's rooms and room and, and be able to say, daddy loves you and hug them and pray over them. That was hard. And it was hard because I missed them and I missed them so much. I felt so far from them. My soul literally felt sick. Each morning, I tried to muster the courage to stay focused on the task, whatever task I had at hand. But when I was on my way home, as I finally told him, I'm coming home, I'm coming home, daddy's coming home, uh, my flight got delayed because of weather. So I'm in the airport an extra hour and a half. My heart is longing for home. And we were finally in the air about an hour into the flight. I look at the window and all I see at a distance is this lightning in the clouds. It, 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 it was incredible, right? And, and, and I'm looking out and, and all I see is, is this, this literally lightning that's not too far. I'm like, oh man, am I going to make it home, right? It was wonderfully terrifying. And when I finally arrived at the airport, my luggage was in the wrong section of the airport. I waited for about 30 minutes for my luggage. I was longing for home. And I felt everything was preventing me from seeing my family. It felt like an eternity. When I finally got out of the Uber, my oldest daughter was waiting for me outside. She hugged me so tight and told me how much she loved me and how much she missed me. My younger daughter leaped, literally leaped into my arms and cried, cried to finally see me home. My wife kissed me and hugged me only the way a wife hugs her husband after a long absence. Why am I sharing this story with you? Because I learned a very valuable lesson in those five days. The worst feeling in the world is not to be missed or longed for by anyone, especially your family. I learned that home is not a destination, but a people. The people who love you. The people who cry when you're not there. The people who express their greatest joy when they see you again. When they make you your favorite drink when you arrive home. One of humanity's deepest longing is to be loved. Truly loved. We long for family. We long for an authentic relationship with our parents, our siblings. Our children, we long to be kissed passionately, embraced with deep desire and see the twinkling sparkle in your loved one's eyes when they see you. 
this month, September 16th, my wife and I celebrate 22 years of marriage. And I have to be honest with you, when I arrived home after those five days, my heart did not only yearn for intimacy, it longed to be held in my wife's embrace, to feel her hands caress my hair, to hear her breathing as she slept, to see how the bed she gently snuggled in her shape, to stare at her from a distance that she slept and she still steals my heartbeat. To know that the woman whom I have shared 22 years of my life with still captivates my soul. That's a gift. That's a gift that only God can give someone. That's a gift that someone can receive if they pay attention who's given it. It hasn't come easy. But my prayer to God is to please never allow me to take my family for granted. To love them and give them all of me. All of my heart. To love them as Christ loves the church. That evening that I returned home, I went to my daughter's bed and I prayed over them and whispered again in their ears as I always do, Daddy loves you. Daddy loves you. Daddy loves you. My heart longed for home. But it wasn't a destination. It was a people. It was my family. What does your heart long for the most? When we're going through difficult moments, we question God by asking, where are you? Circumstances have a way of shifting our attention from the mundane and the trivial to the meaningful. With a humble heart, I truly believe that the longing for the material is only a desire of vanity. Again, I'm not against the material, but the material should never, never replace what makes us whole. When we seek and long only for the material, we lose sight of our loved ones. And more importantly, we lose sight of God. God has given us a gift, a present. Unfortunately, we often put too much emphasis on the gift than on the hands who gave it to us. Isn't that true? Have you ever thought about a person who is giving you a gift and your eyes immediately focus on the gift? What's it going to be? Is it going to satisfy a yearning, a longing that I had because maybe the person knew what I wanted the most? And we don't focus on the person who's giving us the gift. They're extending their arms to us, their hands, and giving us something of themselves because they thought of us. Because they thought we would be grateful to receive a gift. Quite often we miss this when the hands that gave us the gift of life was stretched for us in full display for the world to see. And we reject that gift. The gift of life, the gift of love. For God so loved the world that he gave. He gave. He gave his holy son. His only son, whosoever believes in him, shall not perish but have everlasting life. We can lose sight of that because the longing may be misplaced. That longing may be tried to be substituted by something else. Max Lucado in his book, Facing Your Giants, he writes this beautiful part. He says, God's present is his presence. 
His greatest gift is himself. Here's a question for you to make you ponder. Do you want him? Does your heart long for him? Let me share a passage that reveals a man's longing for God. And I think we often hear the story of King David, the greatest king of Israel. A man with so many shortcomings. A man with so many flaws. And even at the very end, God said that he had too much blood in his hands to him, for him to build the temple. But this man has something right. He understood who he was and what his heart longed for the most. Whenever he was in deep trouble, he knew who to call upon. When he was far away from home, he longed for the God who created him. So I'm going to read a part of Psalm 63. When David was in the wilderness of Judah. I'm going to read a few verses and it says, Psalm 63. Oh God, you are my God. I will seek you diligently. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you as in a dry and weary land without water. Thus, I have seen you in the sanctuary, beholding your strength and glory, because your loyal love is better than life. My lips will praise you. So I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul will be satisfied as with the best and richest food, and with joyful lips, my mouth will praise. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches. Because you have been my help, therefore, in the shadows of your wings, I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. Beautiful psalm of David's yearning and desire for God, his longing to be satisfied by the presence of God. In verse six, he says, when I remember you on my bed, I meditate, you, I meditate on you in the night watches. Let me ask you a question. When you lay in bed by yourself or with your spouse or wherever you lay your head, what do you meditate on? Do you meditate on the things that you don't have, on the longings that you desire? Do you practice gratitude? Do you reflect or do you need your phone to put you to sleep? Do you need to watch the news before you go to bed because you feel like you're missing out on something? What do you meditate on? David got it right. He knew that his day started with God and it ended with God. And I think somewhere along the road, somewhere along life, we, 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 we lose it. We lose sight of what's meaningful. Family is meaningful. A relationship with, with God is meaningful. And somehow or another, we just keep living and fighting. We're tired. We're full of anxiety. We, we're full of stress. And we ask ourselves, why? Why? Why do I feel so anxious? Why do I feel so stressed out? Why do I feel so worried? Why do I feel all these negative feelings? What do you meditate? What do you long for the most? What does your heart long for the most? It's important for us to understand 
and I truly believe this, that the human heart, that there is a longing deep in our hearts that is only reserved for the king. Only he can satisfy the deepest longings and desires of our heart. Deep in my heart, I do long to go home. There are moments where I'm going to be very transparent with you right now. There are moments that are very, very difficult in life. There are moments that you feel like you're trying to weather the storms and it's one after the other after the other and when it rains, it pours. And sometimes you lose all hope. You lose all sense of reality and almost like you lose yourself and you don't know where you are. Everything seems to, to be a blur. Everything is, just seems to be foggy and you can't seem to get focused. You can't seem to just catch a break. And that's when our heart, our heart desires the most to go home. There are moments that you're going to wish to go home to the life after this one. But there are lessons that I really do believe that God wants us to learn. But more important than that, I think that God wants to remind us of the good we can do and we should do in this world. Maybe you are someone's longing. A message of hope, a message of peace, a message of inspiration, a message of love, a message of encouragement. And maybe you can be that longing to see a smile in someone's face. Maybe you can be that person that you greet someone that comes in your office and you say, I'm so happy to see you. Maybe it's a longing just to say, it's wonderful that you're in my life. I have a dear friend who I love very much because this friend always has a way of checking in on me and encouraging me. And many times his messages come at a moment when I feel discouraged, when I feel down, and I lose sense of what I'm longing for the most. And so maybe you are that person that needs to send a word of encouragement to someone. Whoever that person comes to mind, don't think about it twice. Hey, just thinking of you. Stay strong. Stay focused. You got this. I'm here with you. That's the most beautiful promise we can all have. Do you have someone that can walk life with you? That can do life with you? I learned a valuable lesson in those five days being away from my family. I learned that God gave them to me as a gift and that I never want to take them for granted. Each and every day, I want to let them know how much I love them, how much they mean to me, and not in the material, but in making sure that they have my heart, they have my time, and they have all of me. There is a longing deep in our hearts that is reserved for the King. Only he can satisfy the deepest longings and desires of the heart. What does your heart long for the most? 
I'll leave you with our quote of the day. Deep in his heart, every man longs for a battle to fight, an adventure to live, and a beauty to rescue. John Eldridge, Wild at Heart. Remember, my beautiful people, never compromise integrity for comfort. Stay strong. <laughs>